Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Tuesday, my friends. I am coming to you live once again from the Big Life New Year Retreat House in Florida. Good morning, girls. We are excited to be here with you today. Get the day started right. The title of today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast is Make This Right. Are you listening today with a frustrating situation in your life that almost seems hopeless? Are you listening today from this broken place that just does not make sense? Are you listening today in a state of dread over the reality ahead that you have to face? I believe God wants to redeem this for you. He wants to make it right. He wants to heal and restore. He wants to bring your brokenness to a place of wholeness. He wants to renew you. Would you trust him to do that today? Would you trust him to be the redeemer he promised he would be personally in your life? I often share the story of Abraham and Sarah, the couple in scripture that are in their 90s, unable to have children. And then God shows up and says, ah, no, that is not the way your story will end. I will give you a child. And he says, many nations will come from you. But do you know the rest of the story? What happened after Abraham and Sarah have their promised child? Like afterwards, life is, it's good. They have what they want. Their son Isaac is growing up and he's a good boy. He's everything they ever imagined. And maybe that's where you are right now in your life. Your reality today is what you once prayed for. And God has been faithful. He has provided. He has made a way when there seemed to be no way before Look around you today, and I bet you will find answered prayers surrounding you. You live in the house you once prayed for. You have the job you once prayed for. Maybe you woke up next to the man you prayed for and fed the children that you prayed for. Y'all, I even have the dog I prayed for. Now, what if God asked you to give it all up? What if the very thing he gave you was required as a sacrifice? And I'll be honest, I don't even want to touch that topic with a 10-foot pole. Understand, that's exactly what God asked of Abraham and Sarah. This child for whom they had prayed, this miracle which God had given them, their hope and their future, was now at risk. Genesis chapter 22 in my Bible is titled Abraham Tested. And I wonder if the current chapter in your life could be titled something similar. You're being tested. Verses 1 and 2, again, we're in Genesis chapter 22, says, Sometime later, God tested Abraham. And he said to Abraham, Hey, Abraham, here I am, he replied. And then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, 
and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Yeah. The son which Abraham had waited a hundred years for, his pride and joy, his hope for the future, is now being requested to be sacrificed to God. How do you even come to terms with that? Like, what God, you want me to give up the single most precious thing you have given to me? Now, I want you to imagine being the mama in this story for a moment. Imagine looking out the kitchen window and seeing your husband gathering wood. Wood for a fire. A fire that would burn an offering to God, a sacrifice. And she must have known. She must have wanted with every ounce of her to run after her husband and son as they carried the wood to a mountain to build the fire. But what a mother Sarah was. And what an example for us today. She was willing to sacrifice the best she had for the greater good in full trust that God would redeem it. You understand that's why she allowed this is because she had the absolute faith that God would redeem it. But what if she would have held on too tightly? What if she would have done what every single one of us would want to do? Go slap your husband and call him crazy and grab your child and then become bitter at God for asking. But she didn't. She watched as they walked away carrying the wood. And she trusted that God would follow through with his promise to not only give them a son, but build nations from him. So she knew this couldn't be the end. God had made a promise. And if he took it away, then he would redeem it. And I wonder if we hold so tightly to that which God has given us that we restrict life from fully flowing through us. I wonder if our grip is so tight on our blessings that life can't fully flow through our blessings as God intended. I wonder if we treasure the gift so much that the gift itself becomes more precious than the giver. And I wonder if we really, truly trust God with the very things which he gave us first. How tight is your grip? I must admit, I have a death grip on some gifts in my life. I cling so tightly to that which I treasure, and sometimes I hold back when God is telling me to let go. I have to wonder how much bigger and more beautiful some of the things in my life could really be at this point if I would have loosened my grip, if I would surrender. Why do I have to have it my way? Is it a lack of faith? What has God given you? Are you willing to let him fully have his way in your life in all that he has given you? Do you believe that God will fully redeem everything for you? That's what our God does. That's who he is. He is a redeemer. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. As God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son, God knew fully well he himself would sacrifice his own son for anyone that would believe in him. Why? 
because he wanted nothing more than to redeem us. And God still redeems today in every situation of every life who will seek him, he will redeem. Yes, God sacrificed his only son to redeem us. And then he redeemed his son. He raised him to life again and placed him into the right hand of eternity forever. And that's full circle. That's redemption. We don't always get to see full circle redemption, but we must trust that it's in the process. Can you do that today without seeing the full circle redemption? Trust that it's at least in the process. And this is a word for someone. Redeem. To get back. To renew again. To overcome the power of something detrimental. To release from blame or guilt or debt. Redeem. And we have a redeemer. One whose purpose has always been to redeem what you couldn't, to overcome every single attack of the enemy and bring you back to a state of fullness. Ephesians 1, 7, in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Redemption is in the process for you right now. It's happening. Can you say that and believe it for yourself? Say that with me. Redemption is in the process for me. Redemption is in process for me. God is redeeming this in my life. Sarah watched her husband walk off to the mountains with their only son and a stack of wood to build a fire for a burnt offering. And she trusted in a redeemer. And if you know the story, Abraham bound Isaac and laid him on top of the wood trusting that God would redeem. He knew it. God will redeem this. He has promised me the son that nations would come from. So if God's asking me to give it up, I know God's going to redeem it. And that's when God stepped in. He saw his faithfulness. Abraham passed the test. And then God provided a lamb, a ram actually, for the offering instead. And Abraham called that place on the mountain the Lord will provide. And isn't that where we're standing right now? On a mountain called the Lord will provide? A place where we are being called to be faithful, a place where we must loosen our grip, a place where we must surrender, a place where we must trust, a place where God will redeem, and indeed, a place where the Lord will provide. One last scripture for today, Psalm 78 Verse 35, then they remembered that God was their rock, that God most high was their redeemer. Let's remember that today, that he is our redeemer. And we can say, God, I trust you. I don't know how and I don't know when, but you will redeem this. I would love to pray with you today. So come on and join me right now. Hey, God, good morning. God, thank you so much for giving us another chance to live this life that you have gifted us. We're so grateful. Thank you for being our redeemer. Thank you for giving us so many blessings in our lives. And thank you for the reminder that we have to loosen our grip on those blessings and let life 
flow and trust that as we surrender these things to you, you will redeem everything. God, I pray for your redeeming power in these lives. You are our redeemer. We trust you fully. We let go. We surrender. We trust you. Thank you for the way you're moving. Thank you for being so personal with us, for speaking to us directly. Holy Spirit, just do your work. I pray for every person listening. I pray for their families, God. I ask, Lord, that you would provide what they need today. The strength, the confidence, the courage, the energy, Lord, whatever they need today, I pray that you would provide it. And I ask for your protection over our families. Thank you so much for today. We're so grateful. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Let's do it again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, everybody. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.